0: Alright guys, here we go, Nordy's podcast, big time episode, we preview all kinds of stuff. First we preview the Vikings and the Bears' Monday night football battle, and then we preview the NBA draft, we go deep into what the Timberwolves could do. Here we go, Nordy's podcast. And here we go, Nordy's podcast. I'm Eric, I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys doing?
1: Feeling fantastic. I'm good, bro. How are you?
0: I'm feeling great. Can't wait to pod with you guys today. We have all kinds of fun sports things to talk about. We are previewing still the Monday night game. Uh, This is going to drop on Monday. So if you're listening to it then, we're previewing the Vikings second half of the season and their big game at Chicago on Monday night. Hopefully that game goes on without a COVID hitch like pretty much everything else in the world currently has um so we'll be talking about that and we're going to preview the nba draft as well so if those things happened it will still be fun to listen to us uh, make fools of ourselves or seem like nostradamus as we are predicting everything properly that will happen in the game and the draft
1: i think our picking it we're at like what 97 percent at this point in time yeah i mean it's just we're hitting on all cylinders
0: Absolutely. So either way, uh, stay tuned for that. But before we dive into this awesome sportscast, we need you guys, the listeners, to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. We've fully cut out Facebook. Can we just delete the Facebook? I don't know. I could. Let's just do that. I hate Facebook. Let's do it. And then this is where some woke douche comes in and is like, Facebook owns Instagram. Well, we can't do that. we can only know so much
2: and it's becoming a problem Instagram just changed everything and they're trying to they added a shopping tab and I'm like very annoyed about it but it's the only thing I have for social media, maybe just in general,
1: it's the most pleasant of the social medias, or it feels like the least toxic. Now, yeah. you, I'm sure you can find comment sections in lots of photos that are toxic, but don't, for don't for visit our, any
2: comment sections.
1: Yeah, for our perspective, it's the least toxic. It's the most fun because you can put you know silly memes up that get lots of views, and and that's all we really want it for. Yeah, just just to be able to engage with our listeners or. People that are you know fans of other things that we're doing and stuff like that. So that's really the
2: reason. I love seeing that little like DM flag light up. I go and check that shit. I say hello, DM me, and I'll I'll respond and we'll have a chat. It's great.
0: Also, we've been working on doing good things this weekend. We um, started doing Nordy's podcast causes. I love causes, which a lot of you guys it's like. It sounds like so. Hopefully, you guys are on board with us. Um, it all started with our good friend. Ryan making a large donation because he challenged Adam to the one chip challenge. The one chip challenge, he did it on there. Ryan is a saint, Ryan saved the lives of many puppies. That was awesome. We uh, are here to support, um, what is it, Northern Lights Greyhound Rescue? Correct, that's the one. And then, uh, JDRF is a it's like diabetes month here, so JDRF is like a diabetes kids charity you know Um, i had
2: people commenting and saying that's my favorite charity like people are actually i had not heard of it until you came up with this so yeah people are all about it man so
0: that's for november so go on um it was diabetes day like world diabetes day but it's still the month of that so you can go on and donate it will help kids who especially kids who are type one who, you know, you might not even know that they have it, but I'm sure a lot of your friends and family members or people that you know do have diabetes. So it is an important cause. And then let us know what you're thinking for December. Um, there's lots of cool holiday causes. Maybe we can make, you know, it a good holiday for some local kids or something. So if you have any good ideas, let us know. And uh, we, w- yeah, go ahead.
1: So before we moved off of that, <clears throat> Jim, I wanted to tell you this too. Maybe you remember, I don't know. Um, the Liverpool and Chelsea supporters clubs locally, mm-hmm. the the Twin Cities ones, always joined together for the Christmas ma- or I don't know one of the weeks before the Christmas match, and they did the Toys for Tots uh, drive. That's so cool. I'm going to reach out to Chad um, for the the Chelsea uh, group locally and see if they're still doing it. So we might be we could just donate a couple toys to them. But I know that they always had they always got like a big table at Brits, yeah, and then everybody from both of the supporters teams brought. The, the toys in and f- they filled up like this huge table
0: the last time I was there. So that's
2: brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's part of it. That may be not the official one even, but like, this is what we're all about now.
0: Yeah. So we are trying to, you know, put our money where our mouth is, or at least help spread the word about important causes. So if you want to join up with us on any of that stuff, let us know. And uh, we're going to try to use, you know, we, we do a lot of, uh, of, of useless stuff fun on our podcast and so we're going to try to make sure that we also incorporate some uh, you know good stuff for our community and other communities as well so that's just something new to keep your eye out for and hopefully um, it sounded like you guys thought it was a cool idea on social media and hopefully you guys will join us in making it something that's positive moving forward love it okay here we go guys Uh, we're going to start with a uh, warm-up here yeah what do you got for us, Jim? All right, I got this, um, <clears throat> this idea. Oh, oh, here. oh, I'm sorry. Oh, should we do something? I jumped first? the gun. We are going to drink a beer first.
2: Okay. Yeah. No, this is good. So it's over here. It, this is a, a sports themed beer from our good friends at Headflyer. They gave us this. We love them. They're so nice. Brandon over there shouts to you. Um, they gave us this beer, and it's a Loon's beer, Minnesota United Wonderwall, right? Yep. Wonderwall Hazy IPA. Yeah, man.
1: So it's from coming the, in for the four-pack. uninitiated. Wonderwall is the song that the Loon supporters sing at the end of the the matches when the Loon's win.
0: Hot take it's terrible. It's not, a, no, no, I, not the beer. It's not one the, of the beer. The, it, the Wonderwall
2: Wall is one of the greatest rock songs of all time.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's not.
2: <laughs> Why not? You don't think Oasis is talented? Like
0: No, I hate them. Okay, wow. well that's that's fair enough.
1: I think the <laughs> I, I think, hate them. I think the gimmick is cool though. I think it's a yeah. way for um the fans to have something that's fun to do at the end. I mean, think about sitting in you know liverpool uh f- shoot i forget the name uh anfield anfield singing you'll never walk alone yeah at the beginning i mean it's gonna be goosebumps and i'm not saying that it's this this way every time but i think it's a cool thing for the team and the supporters to uh sort of give back to one another uh, after a victory so this beer is good it tastes like apricot to me it's a hoppy beer
0: yeah i really like this it's really good it's um a combination of a, like a a nice beer um that i'd be excited to share with someone uh but also that i could crush on match day like outside of all yeah okay. it's only
1: uh 5.3 for a hazy ipa that's pretty low
0: that's perfect super crushable so good work head flyer all right cool well thanks head flyer thanks for sending that our way and uh we're gonna hop into our our warm-up here jim what do you have for us
2: all right uh i just thought of this a second ago so don't judge me but you do have to answer it honestly okay um out of all the major sports who has the best looking significant others? Okay. What Wags. group of athletes has, go- has the best what is is saying? wives and girlfriends yeah. of athletes? Wagas? Yeah.
0: Wags. Um,
2: golfers. Golfers? You say golfers really quickly.
1: I mean, they all do. Right. Yeah. I, 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 I'm sure I, they all do. Right. I guess I haven't seen enough, but like, I feel like the golfers' wives are much more visible because they're always on the course. When you know someone's so cut winning, to
2: them when Dustin Johnson is about to
1: Paulina te- Gretzky, right? Yes. Wayne's daughter is on the. I mean, not now during COVID, obviously, but like during normal times. You know, um, back when Elon or uh, yeah, Elon like Tiger's wife, and then Lindsey Vaughn was there too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think I'm not saying golfers have the best looking wives, but they definitely outkick their coverage a lot <laughs> further. So maybe that's why it feels like they're so much better looking. Okay, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, because they're not these physical specimens; they're just rich dudes. I mean, some of them are, but yeah, no, they
0: are. They're getting there. What's changed about golf is they are physical specimens. Yeah, they're turning into that. They weren't, and like, I'm gonna, I'll say golf too because it seems to me like golfers and their wives and girlfriends are all good-looking people at this point in time okay um but if you see these golfers now you know in the past they used to be like these guys with like beer guts and like would be like smoking (laughs) john daly (laughs) like smoking yeah i mean the one guy's nickname was the walrus for christ's (laughs) sakes like that's how big he was but guys would be like smoking on the course like you see these old pictures of like arnie palmer and he's like if you're a smoker do you think you could go 4 hours without a sick? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. And now you see these guys and like they they're taking protein shakes. Yeah, I mean these guys yeah. are they're they're absolute monsters now and it's it's kind of like how how jordan was on the forefront of like fine tuning your body 12 months a year and you know lifting more. I mean, minus
1: the drinking and the casino stuff. No, but. no, no, but but
0: but I mean he was very dedicated to his body into the weight room you know year round this was like a 12 month job to keep his body right in In tip-top shape
2: russell wilson spends a million dollars a year on his own body
0: lebron they always say spends like five million dollars or something like i mean these people it's an investment in themselves are just Yeah. yeah i mean they're just spending so much money on it it's like tiger woods i think is that in golf where it's like all these guys were just like you know, fat guys, and then Tiger Woods came around, and you see Tiger, and he's just absolutely—he's benching four hundred pounds out of his mind. Yeah. And you don't think so because he's, you know, wearing a like a jacket or something. But I mean, this dude is an absolute monster, and it's like all the golfers are like that now. These guys are hitting a, a ball <laughs> to the point where it's like beyond your sight. Like it's crazy how far these guys can hit it now.
2: Okay, so we're both going golf, golf. I'm gonna I'm, go I'm golf fine with
0: that. But I, I guess I don't. I don't really know. I don't know.
2: Uh, yeah, I don't really know either. It's whichever ones didn't marry their high school sweethearts. That's
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> hold out, hold out, boys, a little longer. All right, guys, here we go. We're hopping right into some news, and we're gonna start out with the first female general manager of a major sports team um, was hired this week. Who was it? Kim Ing. And where is she the Miami Miami Marlins? Marlins in, in yeah. baseball.
2: GM, big deal. So first general manager, female general manager in any major sport. And for it to be baseball, I think is pretty interesting. You don't think of them as a progressive group. Um, you think of them as like, Well, we've always hired a man and I'm not gonna change that now, you know. So, I mean it's it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, how is how well is she gonna do since she's never played baseball? Yeah, I think
0: Exactly. I, saw, I saw
1: that comment somewhere and I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding. me. I, yeah. I like love it. I mean astonishingly baseball
0: stupid. is yeah. is the place where where nerds first started to take the sport over. Um, and this was non-athlete math nerds from Ivy League schools who came in and absolutely turned the sport on its head. The teams who went with the nerds uh, had a decade of winning, and the teams who stuck with, Baseball guys and a decade of losing. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. And, and so when teams start worrying about launch angle and you know, they start going through the numbers of what happens your third time through the lineup and they took all of the gut feelings away and they went with like real data. Um, Weird. It's funny that that actually worked. The next sport that's being taken over um, is, is the NFL now. Um, where, if you just look this year, um there's fifty more times teams have gone for it through the first half of the year, on fourth down um in non fourth and short um than any year in the history of the nfl and and I think Belichick was on the forefront of
1: that, like he knew that long before anyone else did. He never played traditional stuff, and then everyone else started realizing yeah, we can get a yard here and it's not (laughs) that big of a deal. And like, but, but like Belichick just always nonchalantly was like, yeah, Brady, sneak it up the middle. You get it 80% of the time.
0: Let's do it. Do you remember the time that he played against Peyton Manning on Monday night football in Indy and they were up all game and then they had the ball up by less than a score in the final, like two minutes of the game. On their own 19 yard line. And it was fourth and two. And they went for it on fourth and two at their own 19 yard line. They didn't get it. Manning went in, scored the game, winning touchdown. Everyone ripped Belichick. They're like, why would you do this? This was reckless. And he was like, the chances that we, we got the first down there, we win the game if we get it. Mm-hmm. If we punt it, it's Peyton Manning. He's probably going to score anyway. Well, that's,
1: I mean, that exact same thing happened to Mike Zimmer. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of in reverse, because they were at the other end of the field. But the odds of, Closing out that game, if they get that first down, were astronomically
0: high. I mean, it was a it was a sure thing. I
1: think that that's exactly it's a good example. Women
0: in sports is important, and as cool it is as it is when there's like really successful women athletes and teams. Like I think of the U.S. women's national team, which absolutely blows away the men's team in both popularity star power, money-making, attendance. I mean, just everything. And they are true superheroes for young girls. And I think the more of that that we can get into sports and especially into men's sports, which are still the ones that are most watched and attended and make the most money, it is important. So I I like seeing these assistant coaches and officials and now um, front office staff that are women. I think it's important. Yeah, I mean, you look at... Uh, Greg Popovich, uh, the 49ers hired Katie
1: Sowers, um, Pop, Becky Hammond. Becky Hammond. Yep. yep. I mean, we got Doris calling NBA games. Love Doris. You know that we've already talked about Doris, a good friend of the pod. Kendra, <laughs> or Kendra, Kindra. Kendra. Sorry, yeah. I said it. I said it wrongly. Um, but all of all of these things are pointing in a in a very positive direction. I mean, I'm not going to toot. I don't want to toot the Chelsea Horn, but one of the people that is in. All of the negotiations for player acquisitions and sales is Marina, and she's been with Abramovich for you know 15 years, and she does an awesome job for the club. Um, so, you know, it helps I, to have I, some deep pockets. But like, I she's, totally
0: she's, agree with everything you're saying there, but except for the part where you said you don't want to toot Chelsea's horn, which is your favorite thing to do. No, no, no I'm <laughs> I'm not trying to talk up Chelsea.
1: I'm trying to talk up. Trying to give an example. I'm I trying to talk up that Roman Roman has. There. A female that's been in the lead of one of the you know top six biggest clubs in uh english soccer Mm -hmm. so
0: no they their horn deserves to be tooted there okay
1: so you give me that one i give you that one for sure thank you gee thanks yeah (laughs) what a leader (laughs) reluctantly like he had to like (laughs) he had to get his little comment in and and then deeper over here my (laughs) whole
0: point was just you love to talk up chelsea
1: I was trying to. I was trying to like not talk about like Chelsea football. I was trying to talk about their front
0: office. That's all. Go Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, next up, Dustin Johnson. We already we talked to golf a little bit. He won the Masters. He was twenty under. Is that right? I,
1: is that what he finished at?
0: He was like twenty under, yeah. five stroke lead yeah. to finish it. I mean, it was a blowout. One of the great performances in Masters history. I actually watched zero seconds. Oh, surprising! None, zero seconds.
2: Yeah, I, ch- I had it on in the background. Didn't know what I was watching. <laughs> Turned it off.
0: Um, I love the Masters.
1: Yeah, because I I I feel like this is one of those things where like I've watched it so many times. I feel like I know the course like the back of my hand. Do you uh, though?
2: Yeah, you know it. You like oh
0: coming up on fifteen. Oh shit! It's
1: weird enough that I know like where the pins are going to be on what day.
0: Oh wow! All right. I hope you Best are. Buy is not listening because he obviously is not doing his job. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, one
1: quick shout out for the Masters is the Masters app that they have that you can watch. Yeah. On this app is so slick that you can actually go through and select six players out of the entire field that you want to watch and then it'll have picture in picture of each of those players on the hole that they're on. Really? Yeah, it's insane. Like it is, the app is un and it's slick and it, it is where's very the, seamless. Where's the NFL version of that? Red zone.
2: I, I guess. Yeah. I On direct TV for
1: cool, $190 but... a year right. or you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Don't have that. But like, this is a free app. You don't even have to have an email address to sign in. You just download the app and you log in and you pick the players you want to watch and it follows them along. Or you can pick like a specific hole. Do you want to watch hole 14 and everyone that's coming through there? Fine. It's, it's one of the coolest apps I've that's ever seen. Cool.
0: What's this direct TV thing?
1: Oh, I don't know. The, the NFL oh. Sunday ticket. Oh, where you get every game? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Red Zone's the way to go. Sure. Don't you love when the Vikings don't play so you can just watch Red Zone? <laughs> don't care about anything. Just show me the touchdowns like, for just, fantasy. Yeah. I'm like, just show me all the important fantasy things. But why don't they have a thing now where you could put all of your fantasy players in and then they only show you their plays? That costs money, Eric. They're not going to do that. <laughs> oh, that'd
2: be really cool, actually.
0: I, that would be great. They could do that cost money they're, they print their own money in the nfl all right um next up reebok is doing some weird throwback jersey thing this year they're doing green and gold minnesota wild jerseys so it's going to be a play on the north stars i love this wait ben, are they w- going to
2: be game worn are these like these aren't for the players this is for sale for
0: no they're, they're going to wear them in the oh games. okay oh that's cool
1: and isn't it adidas though yeah, it is. He said Adidas. Yeah, I don't think Reebok. He said Reebok.
0: Oh, Reebok did their jerseys for years. So I okay. guess it it's, must, Adidas. Yeah, it's Adidas. I think it's Adidas. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Adidas doing their jerseys. All, all 31 teams this year get one of these jerseys. I don't know how you do a throwback of the Golden Knights, but you do. And <laughs> they're going to do a special jersey for each of them. You're getting the North Stars colors that everyone's been begging for with the Wild. I want to go as far as saying, let's just make those our colors. Prime I know that they're from a different franchise, and that franchise still exists, but the, that franchise doesn't use those colors. No, they use mostly like, like
2: a green. dark dark green black. with like a gray, black. like a steel gray they have, and yeah, black they have and like, silver. And
0: yeah. and like a gold, like an actual... like. Yeah, like gold gold. Yeah.
2: Not the yellow gold. There's no yellow. This was like a Kelly green and almost a bright yellow, and I liked it. I mean, why not have... Pee in the snow yellow. Why
0: don't we just use those colors? That's what everybody wants. why can't sports
2: be fun? You look at, like, everybody loves the new Chargers uniforms, like the baby powdered blue with the bright
0: yellow. Why not? Those are their jerseys from 30 years years ago. Yeah. 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 Because sports is stupidly complicated. Except in soccer, where they're like... Oh, you do not like our jerseys this year? Oh, we'll have all new ones next year. Yeah, yeah do we literally. About it, We're going to have three isn't enough? We'll make four. <laughs> Buy them all. Like. And your and keeper's going to have
1: four different kits. <laughs> and <laughs> the refs will have different
2: colors, and it's amazing. And yeah. the ball changes. They have to announce the ball every year. Oh, it's a different kind of ball.
0: Different colors. Okay, the official ball is always wild to me. It's always ugly as shit. Yeah. It's yeah. awful. All right, guys. We're going to move on to some Vikings talk. So if you're listening to this on Monday, which you should be if you're a loyal listener. Um, Whoa. If you're listening to it on Monday, the Vikings tonight play against the Bears. Now, I am feeling slightly worried. Even though the Vikings are coming off their two most impressive performances of the season. And the Bears are coming off of not one, not two, but three straight losses. And Nagy, their head coach... Just gave up play calling duties because he's been
1: so bad. But what has me concerned
0: here is the fact that Drew Samia, who besides giving up infinity pressures when he actually (laughs) played, um, and despite being kept on the team instead of Pat Elfline, who was cut this week, tested positive for COVID, and they do not know yet who is going to not be allowed to make the trip. And so there is a chance that numerous offensive linemen might be out for this game if they are if they have had close contact with him. Which
1: well, so do they do they have to do two negative tests before they're allowed? Um, so is that they're not going
0: to even let they, the the problem is is that they don't even let you travel if you have had the close contact. And so that's why like the 49ers got their asses kicked by the Packers a week yeah, and a half they had, ago. They had is because 10 all of the out, receivers yeah. had to miss the game they were like oh you're in the receiver group yep you all sat in a little room together so you're all out oh offensive linemen oh well the five of you who have been practicing next to each other are all out you know and it's just like you can just see entire teams get wiped out and they're not going to um delay games at this point so you're just going to suffer so uh,
1: if we if we're (laughs) running
0: a bunch of backups
1: against that bears front that's going to get we're ugly in trouble. real quick. Yeah.
0: Um, but if it's just Samia, a backup lineman who ends up missing the game, then I think Fine. the Vikings should be favored on the road.
1: We were two-and-a-half-point favorites. I don't know I don't, know, I don't know what the line's going I would to. guess
0: that the line currently is like, you can't bet on it. It's probably off the board. They're probably like, we're, we don't know.
2: Yeah. So, well, I mean, I think we already made predictions on this game. Yep. Should I'm, we just change and make up our own predictions now?
1: No, I'm still saying the Vikings lose by seven. Okay.
2: I That's, think, I think, what I picked, too. Yeah.
0: I like the Vikings to win. I think you were the only one that picked them to I win, think, too. I think, but usually when I pick the Vikings to win, they lose. So? I'm usually a disaster. Okay. with. But with, you're picking them to win. I'm usually pretty good about picking sports that don't include my team.
1: When you don't have an emotional stake in them, you can be pretty objective.
0: Because I either am too negative or too positive, and there's just no re- being realistic in sports for You me. have no happy <laughs> media. The, no, the, the switches on anything. or off
1: with anything it's the worst arsenal season <laughs> and then like now i can't wait for the future like arsenal is going to build Dude, a juggernaut. never given yeah. a,
2: seven, a, a rotten tomato score in the 70s yeah never <laughs> not for any of his team sports anyway
0: <laughs> no definitely not um yeah so a couple other things guys if they win this game this would be their third straight win it would put them to four and five it would put them like a game out of the seven spot or the eight spot depending on how big the playoffs end up being um If they can get through this one, winning three in a row and going to four and five, their next games are home against the lowly Dallas Cowboys. They're done. Mm -hmm. Home against the average but feisty Carolina Panthers. Fine. Okay. They're three and six. They don't care anymore either. And home against the lowly. We were competitive all game until our owner told us to give up and lose at the very end Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. Yeah that's your next three games you should be favored in all three of those at home those are three very winnable games you could suddenly be seven and five and Erics with Eric's, a six game winning streak your 10 and six predictions looking a lot better
1: at that <sighs> point it wow. is. Um, and then, and, but then the hope train starts,
0: it doesn't get so. Yeah, it does. It's the, <laughs> oh, the hope yeah. train is, is, they're gassing it up,
1: dude. We're, ga- we're gassed on the hope train. Well, listen no, to don't. us talk right now. Now nah, the hope train's still in the station, but they're, they're fueling it. Oh. They're fueling it. Yes, They're, yes, they're yes. filling it up. If we win, the,
0: the <laughs> if we win these next four games and we're seven and five, you will see me light switches on, um, standing on the hope train <laughs> with a man- maniacal look on my face Yep shoveling coal into the engine to get this thing going quicker <laughs> um, after that though your games are at at the bucks which that's a tough it's one tough it's, it's tough a toss up but but, but they're, they're not
1: uneven if we're if we're if we won four in a row yeah. at that point that's another winnable game home mm-hmm. against the bears that okay. one I think we would do win
0: at the Saints on christmas day
1: yep. saints are abysmal now well
0: actually no, no they keep no, winning no they're sick. they've won six in a row oh yeah what's up with that they're I good breeze
1: was old and washed we, we always they have just breezes beat, number though they just beat the shit out of the bucks last week well and, and they beat yeah. yeah
0: they've won six in a row so yeah. i mean they're good but um we always give breeze a hard time oh and and I, gotta, the last, I gotta throw this one in there though fuck sean payton hatred thank payton. you and then the final game at the lions who will probably have already fired their coach so you Fat can imagine Patricia. how this ends up with us like ten and six, nine and seven, nine and seven, and yep. we sneak into the playoffs. Yep, and then we get the twenty second pick.
1: Yep, and we lose in the first round. Twenty second pick. Beautiful. Do you know
0: who? What? What spot? What would go great with the twenty second pick? Uh, I don't know. Nice a rose. cornerback. Yeah. Another. Yeah, Bring in yeah, another yeah. cornerback. Yeah. Um But yeah, I I don't know.
1: You can just hear it now. The Vikings select. Wan Dixon, safety, Arizona State. And we're like, oh, good. Another (laughs) D-back.
0: The D-back whisperer who only can have first-round pick (laughs) (laughs) D-backs. Yeah. Okay. um, Finally, guys, in absolutely devastating news to the Vikings and their future hopes and their hopes of ever winning a Super Bowl, um, this week a video of Kirk Cousins singing (laughs) in <laughs> in high school dropped and has there ever been a less cool person on earth who has had more gifts than Kirk Cousins Kirk Cousins very handsome obviously very smart very athletic he's one of the richest quarterbacks in NFL history and he is just a complete fucking doofus yeah
2: you know I don't want to shame people for like being artistic in high school and having a lot of people have these videos out there some, somewhere somewhere if he wasn't such a fucking dork and in so many other ways, his golfing with Trump and his like just goofy uh, shit that like The Creed concert his thing. his team probably does not get behind, then I would want to ignore this. But because of all those reasons, I want to laugh about this. He's the only a, a, a fucking pretty woman.
1: <laughs> Ooh.
2: It was like, do you guys remember that like not another teen movie where like the one guy was the sensitive one? And he would always try to sing to the girls, and he was so bad and so awkward. See, I think that's you know who cousins. he reminds
0: me of? A less cool version of um, the guy. Oh, uh, God, what the hell is his name? He's the athlete in American Pie.
1: Yeah, Chris Klein.
0: Yeah, you know uh, that's uh, that's
2: who the guy was. Yeah, yeah you, know, you know what I'm talking about? That yep,
0: guy? That's literally the oh, parody the guy character. that Jim was oh, okay. talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, him. That's who, but Cousins didn't drink. No. <laughs> You know why he didn't drink? Cuz he wasn't invited. No. Yeah, he would have He would have
1: overdone it to look cool, but he didn't get invited. I don't that think show. he
0: wasn't invited. I think he was the one who was like, "No, that's bad." <clears throat> and he was probably right cuz he's one of the richest quarterbacks. Okay, fine. Play. The first I mean, time, the
1: first yeah. time you might have got invited and then they're just like,
0: "Don't even invite him. He's just such a prick when we when he tells us no."
1: Yeah. Makes
0: Ugh. us feel bad about Ugh. ourselves. All right, guys. Moving on to the NBA draft. It is this week. Sweet. I'm excited. I mean, dude, Timberwolves have the first
2: overall pick. I don't know what that means or if it's going to pay off in the future, but what, it should make
1: a fun draft night. What did I read? Uh, the top two guys are open to
0: Minnesota and the third guy was not. Is it Wiseman that's not? Wiseman doesn't want to come Doesn't want to play for but, Minnesota. But, you know, it's kind of like a presidential election. Like, you don't not lose if you just say you don't lose. You don't get to not get drafted by us just because you say you don't want to get drafted by us. Right. If you want to play in the NBA and we draft you, you have two choices. Play for us or don't play for anybody. So we could take him. Yeah, yeah.
1: but then we lose the pick and like... What is what I mean? he going to not... No, 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 but I'm so you just saying... $24 million yeah, in a four-year
0: like, deal or doesn't get to play
1: basketball. Dude, but I've always talked about this, that the chemistry in an NBA locker room is one of the most underrated aspects of the teams. And to have someone that like... Right out of the gate, doesn't even want to be there playing. But is, we already have that. His name is Big Cat. <laughs> but doing it out of an obligation because, like, well, they drafted me and I'm signing a contract, so I I can't. I literally have my bags packed to leave already, yeah. and I'm not even there. Is a is a toxic thing that we. Well, just the don't team need.
0: that wants Wiseman the most is Charlotte. So let them have, have have fun, fun at Charlotte. Fun, Wiseman. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Did he
2: say he won't play there either? Did he Who give knows? a big list? I,
0: I don't think you know. It's generally
2: in- the worst teams that have the highest picks. the highest picks, except for in this in this case, Golden State happens to have the number two.
0: I, I would guess that Wiseman has gotten very little interest from the Wolves. And, I would agree, and that's probably a big part of why he is setting himself up to definitely don't want to go to that team, the Wolves, because well, the number one pick. That's why I wasn't the number one pick. If, uh, but let's be, let's be realistic. I like
1: that. Let's be realistic though. If you're Lamelo. Uh, wiseman or the other guy i can't remember his name um you're hoping edwards edwards yeah you're hoping the wolves take one of the other two guys yeah realistically because then you're like i got a chance to go play for golden state
0: play with steph curry clay thompson steve kerr etc like that's where you want to be the guy who wants to come here the most out of that crew is edwards he has repeatedly said i want to play for the wolves i want to be the number one pick I want to play with Towns. I want to play with Russell. Draft me. He's the guy who wants to the most. So let's go through some of their options here um, because we're talking a little bit like uh, everyone knows exactly what we're saying. Maybe you guys do. Maybe you guys don't. So um, the Timberwolves have the number one pick, the number 17 pick, and the number 33 pick in this draft.
2: That's awesome.
0: That is great. Um, they're going to try. So the rumor this week is that they're trying to trade last year's lottery pick, Jarrett Culver. Um, Jared Culver and the number 17 pick, and maybe the number 33 pick, to move back up into the top 10, maybe to number 6.
1: I love it. Rosas making moves, man. He clean do it. Yeah, go for it.
0: So the reason that they want to do that, so I'm going to give you a couple names that maybe we haven't talked as much about. Um, guys who the Wolves sound like they're very interested in. So the first one that everyone's talking about right now is Tyrese Halliburton. Um, he's a guard uh from iowa state who's six foot five um with a big long wingspan so a really long kind of bigger guard that you can imagine um they probably see as a complementary piece to kind of a little guard in russell russell yeah does he block Um, shots no but he's he's a guard i mean he'd guard he would be hopefully your better defensive guard because russell is an absolute problem on defense um uh, the Ringer says he's known for playmaking, off-ball defense, and feel for the game. Those are some pretty um, <laughs> abstract ideas to be good at in basketball, but um, a bigger, more defensive guard is something that I think that they have real interest. Whether it's high in the draft or in the middle of the first round or something, I think that's what they're looking for.
1: And that's your that's your modern guard body as well like you said tall and long lanky
0: mm-hmm. another guy that they're really interested in that i've heard um that a lot of people are lower on than it sounds like maybe the timberwolves are is patrick williams he is a wing a freshman wing from florida state he's only 18 years old he is 68 with a 611 wingspan and he's known for hustle, perimeter shooting, shot blocking, and off-ball defense. So like, a I really like all those things. We need those things. Like a really long, athletic 3-and-D guy. And so I think that if I had to guess right now, I think that the Wolves are going to have a lot of offers at the number one pick. If someone blows them away and they can be part of a big trade or they can get a big piece, I think they'll pull the trigger. If they can't, I'm going to guess that they're going to take Edwards at number one. Interesting. And they're gonna take Halliburton or Williams in the top ten if they can trade back into the top ten. I think That'd that's what fun. they would like to do. I think they would like to add athleticism and some better wing play um, because if your big pieces are a uh, stretch big man and uh, you know kind of undersized playmaking shooting guard, right? You definitely need some bigger, more athletic, longer pieces on the wing. And I think Edwards and one of those two guys would be a really nice fit for them. So, if I had to guess right now what they're going to do, I would guess they're going to find their way back into the top 10 by piecing together picks and players to get back in the top 10 and they're going to get an athlete to pair with Edwards if I had to guess right now.
1: That would be sweet. I mean, to I, I like the the Florida State kid more than the Iowa State kid just based on your descriptions of their game. Um, especially the age, you know, being 18, you know, I don't know if the Wolves organization is necessarily like the best for development of like a young uh, guard in that regard. But I hearing all of that, like hustle, defense, shot blocking and perimeter shooting, like you said, Jim, that's, that's what we're missing. Yeah. Like in, in one player, you know, we have that in multiple players, but we need it in one guy. So I'm into that. So
0: I think that the, the most important domino domino is in this draft. Um, aren't Edwards, though. So I think Edwards, if I had to guess, Edwards would be my guess on who the Wolves would take if they draft someone at number one. But I don't think that they're really set on drafting someone at number one because I think that the two most polarizing players in the draft are LaMelo Ball and James Wiseman. The center from Memphis and the guard from, where did he play Australia or something? Yeah,
1: so let's play, let's play that out for a second. If we take Edwards, is it is it an automatic lamello to golden state
0: i don't know i think that sounds like i don't like, feel like that that would be a good fit i don't think that they think so either and i think that if lamello doesn't go at one and there's a bunch of teams who will really like Lamelo. sure um it sounds like the pistons are in love with him and they have a very non-exciting roster um so some people believe that the rockets are going to blow up everything and trade harden yeah i heard that um harden to the nets harden and
2: west brook do not want to play together anymore no
0: but they might just blow it up and get rid of both of them yeah and harden to the nets to play with Kyrie and durant is the big rumor right now interesting and um so if crazy if harden back with durant (laughs) if if um there was a big huge trade that happened to go down um i think the wolves would like to be part of a trade Mm -hmm. where there are multiple superstars moving around and we end up with um a bunch of pieces or a really good young piece and we move down in the draft sure something like that yeah.
1: so or and or give away some some salary or something like that like that's that's fine
0: i do think their dream is still to end up with devin booker but i just don't think they have the firepower. power happen. and you want to know whose fault that is d'angelo russell yeah. it's all D'Angelo Russell's fault that this team won't be as good as it can be because he is such an idiot for signing with the Warriors who literally used him mm-hmm. to just get more assets right and he when made he us just come here spend our time. fucking assets on him. When he could have just came here, and then we would have had all of those assets. We would have had Wiggins' expiring contract. We would have had our 2021 first round pick. We would have had pieces to go out and make the moves that we needed to go acquire that third star. Well, no,
1: Wiggins still has like three years left, though.
0: Oh, he does. Yeah, I think it was that's the five-year deal. That's why to get rid of him. Well, because you have to you have to match salary and the NBA traits, and well, that's why they we were matched do that. Russell for Wiggins, and we had to give up a top three protected 2021 pick, unprotected yeah, pick in 2022 to get him, or to get rid of him. And when he could have just signed, him. and then we could have just did it, and we could have just been like, "All right, we'll give you Wiggins and the first overall pick, and you can have
1: we'll take Booker
0: and we'll take Booker, you can have another first if you need." And yeah. they would have been like, "Okay, I guess." So I mean, it just sucks that we're kind of like short on short on things. The only pieces I really think are valuable for the Wolves right now are obviously our three picks this year. Our 2022 first round pick is some value at least, and then James Johnson's expiring sixteen million dollar contract is a nice piece. And then probably like Culver and Okogie are like fine are like okay players.
2: They're they're only okay. They're okay. I mean Culver is like. He, look, he had his chance, and he really didn't develop much, even from beginning to end of the year. So and I think we'll okogi has got more value. And oh, I think Kogi's good. He's he, fine. He's, he's got just a, a he's, he's a bench a,
1: guy. He he has a role in the NBA. I don't yeah. know if Culver does. Right. As we, of right we, now.
2: he's yet to be seen. Okoki
0: is a perfect like fifth man. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like he would be a great person to fill out a really good starting lineup, where you were just like, yeah, he can play. Um, he doesn't need the ball. He'll get he some steals, yeah, he dives around. He'll score when he needs to a little bit and he'll just do all the little things.
1: Yeah. On on a bad team, he's a first unit guy. On a good team, he's like first off the bench.
0: Yep, first off the bench or the guy on the first team who doesn't get to shoot the ball because he plays with a bunch of star players.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he and he could he could be he could start depending on the matchups and things like that. I think he has a role. Jarrett Culver didn't show much last year.
0: Um, so I think that the big thing to look for here is who falls in love with with Wiseman, um, one of the big rumors is that the Hornets, the Charlotte Hornets, want Wiseman badly. And they um, might be willing to do something like a player, like a young player, their th- number three pick in the draft, and maybe another future pick for us to move down two spots. I think and then they would that, take Wiseman at one? And they'd take Wiseman Done. at one. And then And then, and then you know, Edwards or ball goes number two and then we're left with one of them sounds good to me <laughs> for an extra pick for an extra pick in like 2022 and, a, and another young piece yeah
2: done should we do some instagram live or something yeah we could remember do that. we did that for the was for it the, the nfl, NFL draft. Draft, that was yeah. pretty fun
0: yeah we could do some instagram live that would be fun um and, and let's just catch the listeners out when is the draft it's on wednesday night so okay. wednesday night we'll go on um on
1: seven or eight or something
0: yeah wolves will will be first up um, I think that the best case scenario for the Wolves is that they don't take anyone number one. Because one, this is a really crazy draft. Two, the Wolves have a disastrous history of taking guys early in the first round. And it just adds so much pressure. I would love to take who falls to three, four, five. And maybe move up with the other picks and take two swings at it in the middle of the Well, how many ten. times were those yeah.
1: guys the best players out of the draft? Like three through six.
0: And especially this year where we got such a small sample of a lot of these players. Or none. That it's mm-hmm. going to be really, really, really hard. Because one, it's hard for them to even work these guys out right now and meet with them. And then two, we we got to see very little of them. So... There's going to be a couple of guys who are superstars, I think, that fall in this draft. And it's just like, hopefully, you can find one of those guys. I mean, so that's a that's
1: a bit of a double-edged sword, right? Like, if someone made a monster run in the tournament, and then you think they're really... Like, like, Johnny Flynn is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. He was awesome with Syracuse. And they had some really good tournament success. And then he got to the pros and couldn't do a damn thing. Steph Curry's Dayton Flyers were, uh, I think they won their first game and then lost their second, like, badly. They were completely outmatched. And what did everyone say about Steph Curry? Too small, can't play in the NBA, can't get his own shot. Uh, obviously Went seventh overall, and that was it. Right, and everyone was wrong about that. So I think yeah. I think there's a bit of a double-edged sword that can come with seeing players in March. Uh, Eric, another reason to hate March Madness. Just <sighs> add it to your list.
0: No, no, no. Honestly, though, like I, I do think that it also gives a spotlight to some guys, like John Morant. Who obviously Agreed. can do it in the NBA? Yeah, I mean he is a true building block in the Great NBA. Player. I mean at this point, I would rather have Zion than Ja, but like I don't know if it's by a lot. It's I pre- don't it's know. pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> like I know that John ja Morant's going to be there to ja play. John Morant's not hurt all and the time, and I know either, that so Zion's going to be hurt all the time, so it's pretty close. And so, you but know, then there's then there's the other guy. Who's the guy from uh, the kid from BYU? The Jimmer Fredette. Jimmer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, buddy healed. Buddy healed. Like all these guys that like um, were my favorite scoring was, in bunches. My
0: favorite was there was a kid from Blaine, and I'm not meaning to call out the local kid for not being a good pro, but Patrick O'Brien was a player at Blaine High School, um, and he w- played for Bradley. He played for in Bradley. Illinois. and they Peoria. went to the NCAA tournament, and he was a big seven footer who was like athletic and like coordinated, and he. Played great in the tournament. They upset a few teams and he went in the lottery to the Celtics and he like never played in the NBA. So the tournament can be a curse as well. Um, but I will t- say, we don't ever talk about high school sports. Okay. We never talk about high school sports because most people don't care about that here. But including me, <laughs> we should talk about the fact that Minnehaha Academy has turned into one of the premier basketball programs in the entire country. It's kind of wild. They. My, my, my good friend Ryan from work, actually, is one of their coaches. So I get all of the, the gossip The insider about scoop. It and, yeah. yeah, the scoops about it and where guys are going. Last year they had uh, Jalen Suggs, Tyrell Suggs, um, the famous NFL player, his uh, nephew. And he was a top 10 player in the country. He went to Gonzaga. And now they have the number one player in the country, Chet Holmgren. And he is a seven-footer. You guys might have seen the video of him um, uh, dominating Curry in one-on-one. Did you guys ever see this? No. No. He's a seven-foot white kid who's nine, 190 pounds. And his
1: name's Chet. Let's keep that and in mind. That's a big boy name.
0: No, he's he's the man. <laughs> okay. He's a three-point shooting like guy with a great handle.
1: So he's going to end up in like Lithuania. He's going like to the big, Gophers, baby. No, he's going
0: to he, he's going to go <laughs> oh. he's going to go any place he would like, including right. Lithuania or including the Gophers or including any team Doof. not in the NBA yeah. or any team. So in he's college. going to Kentucky. I, I think he's going to go to Gonzaga actually. Oh, That'd be cool. Is the, the rumor? Then. Um, but yeah, so for a year, he is something to watch. Um, it would be really fun if he, he plays on ESPN two all the time. Uh, he okay. just dominated the number two player in the country um, this weekend on ESPN2. So um, they're always on. And it's really cool because growing up, Minnesota high school basketball was such a disaster. The only name we could point to was Khalid al And he was like Sam Jacobson. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like just loser guys in the pros who like couldn't make it. And now oh wait, was, uh,
1: was Chris, was Humphreys a local kid? Yes. Okay. Yes. Chris Humphreys. So he's the only one that really like made it kind of i mean bobby jackson was from north carolina but he, he yeah he wasn't uh, sorry
0: i'm thinking gophers mm-hmm. my fault i'm an idiot um yeah chris humphreys he was like an okay pro and he temporarily he like an el- married kim kardashian he had like an 11 yeah.
1: year career like yeah. he, 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 he made fan. rosters i'm not saying he was bad like he had a couple good seasons with the jazz
0: and now north he's America. back
1: local opening up uh salad restaurants so that's
2: that
0: he is yeah Interesting.
2: Crispin Green's—he's a big Crispin Green guy, franchisee baby.
0: Okay. All right, guys. Um, so that's what we'll be doing. We'll be tuning into the draft. So check that out with us. I'm excited. Well, I'm excited.
2: You... They're gonna. It sounds like they're gonna take these picks though. They're not gonna trade him off for Bradley Beal. Uh,
0: oh, I'd be so pumped. For you no, think about I, I don't need to see that. I'm, Bradley I'm Beal, only the guy Just who so led the entire NBA in scoring last year,
2: on like the fucking shittiest team. I,
0: Send him our way.
2: Yeah, that's what we need—is more blind scoring with no other. At, you know facets of the game dude i am ready that that maybe gets you into the first round of the playoffs and then you lose i'm looking for the moonshot and when you're the the or the the timberwolves you need to draft
0: god we've had a lot of chances at the moonshot. know shot.
2: i know we've had moonshot after moonshot this is it baby this is our next one the next one's have, always the most
1: exciting i feel like i have more faith in rosas than i've had in a local i mean this he feels like the the Thad Levine, uh, and Derek Falvey for the twins coming in and like, not, not just like using analytics and and making smart decisions, but like changing the culture Mm -hmm. and that that's important to get out from under this old Glenn Taylor culture of, and like Tibbs was a disaster, like culturally, I'm not saying like the record was pretty good, but culturally was bad. And so like, I'm hoping that this is like maybe a new era in Wolves basketball.
2: That's what I'm hoping but for. But we've been saying that since
0: They're going to have to be
2: so good for so long to not be considered a joke.
0: All right, guys. Here it is. It's time for Break It Down. Ooh. We're going to break it down with a few questions to get out of here. Uh, first one, guys, what is your favorite K-Fan show? So K-Fan is actually the most listened to sports radio station in the country in the country something like that it's absurdly <laughs> which popular. is insane the power trip morning show is like the most listened to sports show in the country which is crazy because it's not even very good and well but they they got hooked up early with mm-hmm. iHeartRadio. radio yeah mm-hmm.
1: long before a lot of these other stations did like oh we're not gonna be on the internet you won't listen to us you tune in you know or yeah. they went with like satellite radio and like people just don't listen to it but iHeartRadio, radio like download as a podcast the wave of the future so is there anything that hits home with you with
0: k-fan
2: of course well for me i mean my wife's cousin is mark Parrish. she's a friend um we have a fantasy football team together we're horrible this year which i can only blame myself and yeah he's a great guy good guy so he, he helps out on the morning show that would be my pick he's through. like wednesdays and fridays yeah he does like wednesdays and fridays when he feels like waking up for it so <laughs> um yeah man mark Parrish, i'll, I'll go with uh, with that show
1: I'm going to go... I'm going to show my age with this one, but I like uh, Bumper to Bumper. And I like... Which I one's like, that? Which guy's that? That's Dan Okay, okay. And I he's a cogity old... He sucks. ...angry dude. Not afraid of dead air at all. But I do like the fact that they delve into other things besides just, like, rehashing the same local sports angles over and over, right? Right. Um, he had, like, an awesome tribute to, like, Sid Hartman uh, recently... He does do political talk and he's definitely like a little bit right leaning. um, But I feel like he gets into interesting topics from angles that I wouldn't necessarily think of. So I enjoy my traditional way of thinking being challenged in that regard of like, well, that I don't agree with that and like getting angry and like, and then I'm like, wait a second, that actually makes sense from like his perspective. Um, And he's not the most relatable guy. Like, I totally get that. Mm -hmm. I totally understand. But I like having my traditional ways of thinking being challenged. Like it's the reason that between this podcast and Barrero, I started hating the wild and the way that they did things where I used to think like, Oh, we made it in the playoffs. Yes. And then I started th- the, like, once I started listening to to him saying like, why are we doing this? We yeah. either need to tank or be really good, not in this middling area. And, and you know, we rehash that on this podcast a lot of times. So that's why I'm going to go bumper to bumper.
0: Uh, I'm going to go with, pa it's a close second for me too i don't PA. really want to because pa has gotten so much worse over the last few years as he's delved deeper and deeper into horse racing <laughs> conservative christian oh. radio where yeah. his guests are like he's over he's trying to far, overlap a little bit far right guests like ben lieber and well matt, ben Lieber's all over the whole and station matt burke and just they're like constant pushing their politics in your face at every step of the way wait, wait, i thought
1: sports were apolitical eric no they're not
0: <gasps> they're only a poli- i keep
1: hearing they're apolitical if as long as you don't talk about democratic stuff oh i yeah. thought
0: sports you weren't i thought you could talk about politics and sports as long as you weren't black that's yeah, true and you better so really shut up wrap. and dribble um but in reality pa show is probably the most Full of like knowledge, and he has so many good guests. And he they truly, have the best
1: access to guests. And he
0: knows mm. a lot. And he know he yeah the access is there. But like, I can't handle Matt Burke telling me how bad public schools are, and like how Ugh. his fourteen his fourteen student fucking Christian boys' school is the fucking future. <laughs> you, you think mm. you don't think people would love to send their kids to private school uh, if not they his. had no?
1: But I'm saying <laughs> if they had money to. <laughs> Do you, do, does everyone got 20 grand a year laying around just right. to, to throw at a school times three kids or whatever? Like, that's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and some of the private schools in Minnesota um, are just for like, my kid got really into cocaine. Like, let me send him to the private school. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget about those people. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe nobody mentioned Common. I like Common. That'd be my
1: second oh, pick. He, uh, uh, he's un. Bearable. Really? He is like scratching a styrofoam cooler. That's it, what that his, sounds like to me. His
0: stick is like, it's the same thing every day. It's the same <laughs> thing every day. All right. Let's move away from K-Fan because right. everyone knows that we're actually a 1500 ESPN uh, podcast because our good friend of the pod. A thing? Sort of. I, our good friend of the know. pod, Phil Mackey. We like Phil
2: anyways. We don't know what they're up to. But.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, I next forgot up, what
1: even the topic was.
0: That's <laughs> break it down. Break it down. Favorite Timberwolves jersey ever? Oh, the originals. Yeah, it's, it's the close. original. White or blue? blue.
1: The blue for the me. The blue.
0: The whites are not good.
1: The whites are not good. The blue, no, they were
0: fine. They were both they're, pretty they're, good. They're
2: decent, but the, the blue was the elite. You know, and it's funny. I think a lot of people would say the black uh, with the tree trim that K, that KG came up with, you know, when he was at his peak. Yeah. The um, start, and I do Starberry. like those, I but I don't like the sharp letters. I think they're cheesy.
1: And they hung around too long.
2: I Yeah, really. I... And then we got into like an era of just horse shit for many, many years. Oh,
0: just like a decade of just the worst jerseys the and worst, the worst team. Literally
2: the worst. We had three, four, we had four years where we had the worst jerseys every year. Um, but yeah, for me, I really love that. That perfect color of blue. And then they had the that Kelly green. The Kelly green With accent. the white pop. Yep. Yep. And it was perfect. I loved me. it.
0: I like that one, but it'll be boring if I say that. So a couple other ones I really enjoyed were the white with the trees. I think I liked better than the black with the trees the okay. home ones there i really liked those and i also really liked the purple rain ones yeah the purple prince ones i, thought I own yeah that off. was
1: cool well, version of that
0: i love that the nba has made it so you don't have to have the same colors for every jersey
1: can we agree that the the all kelly green one is the worst jersey
0: that they've ever made The neon like yeah, the, the neon Ugh, or that's or horrible. sorry yeah the, all
1: the neon green that's what i was going which about. one yeah. do you have of that uh,
0: in wiggins what else baby <laughs> <Made> <laughs> sense. makes sense
2: and now i can't get rid of it now. it's in the fire pit. i'm never gonna wear it but it just hangs in the closet
1: all right guys in finally. 30 years la F- t-shirts will uh Le F- Le F- <laughs> whatever <laughs> would you give a proper shout out la flame la whatever all right guys last
0: last one which teams are you the biggest bandwagon fan for so you really like them when they're good and you don't pay very much attention when they're not good.
2: Yeah, it's a good one. Gopher
1: sports. Oh, for sure. And it's not for, even close. For
0: sure. All gopher sports. I am so tuned in when they're in the top twenty five. And when they're not, I'm like, didn't care about them anyways. Yeah. <laughs> when we were playing never cared, I did <laughs> when we were playing
1: Auburn, I couldn't have been more glued to the TV than I was for that game. When we just got our asses kicked by Iowa on Friday, didn't watch one second of it. We didn't even talk about them today. No, because we're bandwagon
0: fans. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Well, then I don't
2: think I have an answer besides gopher sports. I mean, I went there. I'm alumni, right? I'm an alumnus, I think is the singular. Whatever. Um, But yeah, I don't pay much attention when they stink because it's hard to watch. It's already kind of like college sports is already kind of a bad product it's compared to the rest. Yeah. And so if they don't have any chance of winning, you're just in for a horrible day. Gopher
0: hockey is one that I'm a big bandwagon fan for when Gopher hockey is good, which they really haven't been very much in the last 10 years. Um I could like tell you all of the players and what high schools they went to and That's crazy. like the lines of players and like I know all of it and I like watch a lot of the games and when they're not good, I literally don't even know who's on the team. So yeah, go for yeah. Sports. I
1: don't. I, I never know. That I about mean, the yeah, I would just say go for sports in general. Yeah, I think would be. I like the, that.
0: Yeah. All right, guys. That is it for this episode. Tune into the Vikings game. They're gonna hopefully beat the Chicago Bears. Tune into the NBA draft. We'll do something for the NBA draft. Maybe we'll make a reel. I don't know what that is. Yet, I don't but know what we'll that, that is. We'll check either. on
2: it. I fucking hate it. But
0: though, we're anyway. going to figure something out with that. We'll do something for you guys on Wednesday. Otherwise, check out our screencast. We've got all kinds of good stuff coming your way later this week. Until then, thank you guys for listening to the Nord East Podcast.